Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Tor Cardona, Heather Steele, and Sherlock's newbie, Winnie Malcolm. Winnie is our new content coordinator. I'm so thrilled to have you here I can't believe it's the first one, hopefully one of many. I'm feeling a bit nervous today because I think we're, well, this will probably be announced by the time this goes live, but we're going to go back into lockdown, really, aren't we? Yeah, um, it's just, there's just a weird vibe now. I feel that morale is low everywhere. I know, it's so difficult, like, you could feel like everything in your life is going well or is okay, but there's just this kind of like black cloud of COVID mm-hmm. doom just yeah. hanging all the time, isn't there? Yeah, you can feel it. Like, luckily, I just moved into my brand new house on Friday. Amazing. And if we would have had this conversation yesterday or whatever, I just did my gym membership. So I feel like it's oh, no. kind of a commitment one. Yeah. So, okay, so I might in. have to try and backtrack on the way home a bit. I might have to run home and be like, excuse me. I'm <laughs> like, yes. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can you just hold off until this crisis is over? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Heather, you've just got back from a week off. How was it? What did you get up to? My boyfriend and I had a week off and didn't know what to do. And then we're like, everything's booked up. And then we'd always wanted to go back up to Edinburgh and then get on the sleeper train so that's what we did which was really fun it was very snug how was it it was fun but I mean I think I've explained it to a few people the process of it all was really good and what I loved about it was that we left Euston which was completely dead at sort of quarter to 11 on Monday and we were in Edinburgh by 7 a.m and had the whole of Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then got the train at quarter to midnight on Friday so you had that full experience of four full days but without the travel Mm because you were asleep for most of the travels yeah it's true it kind of cuts out the travel yeah exactly and obviously you didn't have to wear your masks in your own cabin as well because that's Mm -hmm. the other thing otherwise if you got the normal train that's potentially well from Brighton like seven and a half hours on a train in a mask so Mm -hmm. that was good but I think normally with the sleeper trains, you can go into the lounges beforehand. And then once you're on the sleeper, you can go to the dining cabin and have a cocktail before like heading to bed and then have breakfast. But you weren't allowed to do any of that. So it was get in your cabin, do not leave your cabin. We're here, yeah. off you get. But no, it's still recommend it. Did you sleep? <laughs> that was exactly my question. <laughs> Did you sleep? Yeah, I did, to be honest. I think because I was quite tired both times. But also, I don't know, the rocking of the train was quite nice. There were a few times I woke up. <laughs> a bit nauseous. No, <laughs> no. I, didn't, I don't sleep very well anyway. And I think I slept normally, to be honest. So yeah, I, I wouldn't let that put you off. Do you have your own loo? Yeah, so it's a bit like... Essential to <laughs> Yeah, no, so you walk in, we had... You can get ones that are bigger that have got like a double bed in and stuff. We had bunk beds. Uh, no time you, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll you, take the single You bed. basically walk in and there's like two bunk beds to the right and then a sort of a shower straight in front of you and then to the right. It's really cool in a way. It's basically the loo and then you can like pull the loo lid down and then it turns into a shower. But like one of those ones where you have to like push... 
the button and very hot or very cold water comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, did yeah. you have did you have a shower? On the way there, I didn't on the way back because yeah, it yeah, was it quite stressful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so no. But um, Ooh, such an adventure. On, yeah, it was really good. And I'm back in Brighton by nine thirty on That's Saturday amazing. morning and had the full weekend left. Are so. you a Sex and City watcher? Yes. Well, yeah. I haven't seen it for a few years, but I've seen all the But episodes. when I think of Sleeper Train, I just think of that episode where she doesn't want to fly to see to go to San Francisco for her and, book tour. Yeah, then she, yeah, I do. Yeah, and she took like the whole the train the whole way. Yeah, so. they went from New York to San Fran. I mean, obviously it's fiction, <laughs> but <laughs> she takes the train from New York to San Francisco and she like drags Samantha with her. But it's like it's quite quite small. But then like yeah. four days in one of those cabins. Oh yeah, no, takes. I don't think four days would be good. Yeah. But yeah, like you can't move around the cabin. Like if we were both stood up trying to do stuff with our bags, like you couldn't. So one of you would have to kind of get in the bottom bunk and kind of stay there. Cramped. So it's snug then. It's very snug. Okay. But you're there for one night's sleep. Exactly. I, honestly, I would recommend it. And Edinburgh was lovely? It was lovely, yeah. It's really sunny. I hadn't been for a few years because my grandma used to live there. So I haven't really been back since. So yeah, went to some old haunts, walked up Arthur's seat. So felt we'd earn all the food we ate. <laughs> I ate like Henry VIII the entire four days. I feel very ready to have some salads now. But no, one food recommendation. Noto was excellent. It's sort of Asian small plates with Scottish produce, which was just well, that amazing. Nice. Did you go to the really famous fish and chip place on yeah, the coast? Yeah, in New Haven. Yeah, yeah, we walked all the way there from Arthur's seat. It took hours, but it was so worth it. Oh, Tom Carriage went there on that program and I yes. remember thinking it and just thinking it absolutely insane. Honestly, it was really good. So we'd oh. heard about this place. It's called the Fish Market in New Haven near Leith. And yeah, it was recently on that programme with Fred and, you know, when he like takes, Fred Syria takes famous chefs to places. Mm. And yeah, Tom Kerridge did the Edinburgh one. And yeah, they were talking about this fish and chips. I'm from Grimsby and that is our like dish. That's what we have. (laughs) Your delicacy. Yeah, it is genuinely. And their fish and chips was absolutely excellent. Was it? Yeah. What do you think makes a really good fish and chips? Haddock. That's Mm. the, not cod. Definitely. Mm. It's got more flavour to it. Do you prefer cod? I take any fish and chips. Any fish, yeah. Yeah. Anything deep Anything. fried with chips, I yeah. will eat. Yeah. <laughs> but the chips were like really amazing as well. You could tell they'd kind of fried them a couple of times. Mm. Like they're really crispy oh. on the outside and fluffy mm. on the mid on the inside. And you know, like a really crisp, thin batter so that mm. it feels really crunchy, but actually it's not, it's not stodgy. Mm. Um, so my good. sister used to live in Edinburgh and I went up to, we used to go up to see her quite often. Mm. And we went up for New Year, like I think it was two or three years ago. And we got some munches on the way home. And I remember just being absolutely flabbergasted at the menu in this takeaway place. Yeah. Any dish you could get deep fried. So like deep fried burgers, deep fried pizzas. Yeah. Deep fried burger. And then you could take anything you want and they would deep fry it for you. So like. Actually just bring in your own snacks. Like deep fried Mars bars. Anything. Deep fried cheesecake. I've heard that's kind of big in America. But it looks, it sounds horrible, but it looks really good. Deep fried ice cream balls as well. So you can freeze it. You dip, I think it in panko crumbs or something. And then it's just melted. It that looks so insane. good. In um, Memphis, actually, we had deep fried tomatoes, which is like, Ooh, which is just, and deep fried pickles as well. Oh, that's really so incredible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so good. Oh, yeah. It's all about American fried food. Anyway, did you get a chance to watch things when you were there? Read anything? I read a few things, but in terms of telly, I didn't watch anything. But did anyone else watch Us last night, which was on BBC? No, No, I saw it, but didn't know what it was. So I read the book a couple of years ago. It's David Nichols wrote it, who also did One Day. Yeah, so it started on BBC One last night, and it's basically about this, like happy family or so you think and they've planned this massive sort of jaunt around Europe to take their 16 year old son who is into art and photography on a tour of all 
Europe's famous museums and galleries. And then just before they're about to go, the wife is like, oh, I'm leaving you. I want to be separated. But for some reason, she still wants to go on this massive holiday as one like final hurrah. So it's essentially about them going on the holiday. The son doesn't know what's going on behind the scenes. And the husband is clearly like, this is awful and is having the worst time ever. But they're trying to kind of keep up this I definitely read the book, but I don't remember anything about it. What does that ring about? No, not at all. It's just no, you were there. Is it is it positioned as like a drama or yeah, it it sounds quite funny. I mean, yeah, there are like (laughs) funny moments. I I mean, to be honest, I really liked the book when it came out, but after one episode, I'm not sure if I'll continue the rest because it's got that sort of jaunty BBC like music in the background and it's kind of a bit cringy yeah is there anyone of note in it so it's got Tom Hollander who was in Baptiste etc as the main guy Saskia Reeves is the wife and then I'm not sure who the son is I think he's a sort of up and coming person but it is good it's well acted and everything and obviously throughout the series you'll get to see at the moment they were in Paris and you obviously get to soak all of that up and so I think that'll be nice to kind of get the travel bug as they go round but the most traveling we're going to be doing this year isn't it exactly <laughs> I, honestly it's one of their biggest dramas of the year drama comedy right, okay. mishaps etc as he tries to win his wife back i okay. think it'll be good fun winnie what have you been watching listening I to i have been watching down to earth with zach efron so it's on netflix oh, yeah. and i think Tor will quite like it he travels around with a guy called Darian I think and he's kind of like a wellness expert so they travel to different countries around the world so they started in Iceland and they were talking about like renewable ways for living different foods and I think it's just really interesting program about learning the different ways that countries are adapting to environmental changes and trying to improve their health and Although you can't really adapt or take everything into your own life, it just makes you think a bit. And I would say that Zac Efron is a little bit distracting for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, I was watching it with my housemate last night and there are little cheesy bits. Obviously, he's an American actor and the narration, he kind of really goes for it. But <laughs> And it kind of loses the authenticity but he has his partner with him and you can see their dynamic kind of develop over time and there are some really amazing facts and things that you would never know about places that you've been to before or perhaps that you've never been to like so oh, that sounds really interesting yeah, sounds you really know when you like, go through netflix and you get like a quick kind of preview of what yeah, the program yeah. is and every time i flick past that i just see him in the car and he's saying to that guy how do you say let's go in italian and he's like andy amo <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see that, it just puts me off. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah, realize it was wellness I mean. related it has at all. That, yeah, it has that kind of cheesiness, but it's not all of it. And also a good thing about it is, you know, with Netflix, you have to go in order usually. Mm. This is like, I just have a little pick. I'm like, mm, Iceland, not feeling Sardinia. <laughs> There's like about seven or eight episodes up. It's not draining. It's not as draining as if you're going to watch a documentary. It's kind of you that kind of inter- entertainment documentary dead in the middle. I think you should... I want to get, I, and I'm intrigued. Has Zach Efron like found wellness? Or is he into wellness? Yeah, I just yeah. Really, he yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He like moved to Australia in lockdown and has gone all like zen. I think he's been quite zen for a while. Yeah, Did he coin the phrase YOLO? He definitely oh. got a tattoo of YOLO like very early on in the days of YOLO. <laughs> he's YOLO? very like spiritual and. But YOLO hasn't really got much to do with wellness. No. 
<laughs> yeah, but you only live once. It's like zen. Yeah, like, I think it's all connected. <laughs> I remember when that series first, life. when that series first came out, everyone was saying that he had a dad bod as well. And then yeah, when you look yeah. at the pictures, he looks still got blooming six pack. Like he doesn't. But he's not Baywatch, bod. obviously. I think oh, he, I after doing Baywatch, he did say like, "I'm never going to be at that level of fitness again." I was miserable, and I was watching it with my housemate, and she was like, "He looks different. It's kind of like a dad, like dad bod." And she was like, "I like it." And yeah, we were like. He's, he's changed he's not high school musical i think he's finding himself through the documentary and that's kind of why i'm watching it because you can see him learning and trying to build himself and he reveals stuff about his life as well mm. which is quite cool interesting i need to give this a go so what about you anything to recommend Yes, I've been really trying to find something lighthearted that I can get into. And on the weekend, I started watching Get Organised with a Home Edit. Oh, yes. I've always been quite into the whole kind of Marie Kondo thing, but this kind of makes Marie Kondo look fun. Um, It's these two girls and they basically go to people's houses and they like kickstart their wardrobes and just like get rid of all the crap and make it look amazing. And then like it should do on Instagram. Like they colour coordinate things and get rid of all the crap. And it's just such easy viewing in the first episode they go into Reese Witherspoon's house and have you seen it you're nodding at me no I've I'm, seen I've seen that episode uh, oh you've seen it yeah that and one. they just go and they have to sort out all her outfits and they have to they make like a whole like legally blonde section and they wear the oh. slippers and like it's just really light-hearted and I highly recommend it Heather you had zero tolerance for the show <laughs> yeah, didn't it was, you it was <laughs> too I feel happy it's not for a, me it's, it's peak happy everything is cute and it was really long as well <laughs> I thought like it worked as like half hour episodes but they, they were half hour episodes oh, were they maybe just it just felt longer and each episode they do two people's houses mm. so like okay Reese 15 minutes and the next 15 minutes or maybe it just felt was like, <laughs> like a really lovely nurse who worked on like a children's ward oh, yeah. oh that's nice so, thing so I think it's a person and a normal person okay that's really nice you know you can buy all the products that they featured in that show on John Lewis they're the only UK stockist of all the organising things all the um, perspex all the perspex draws. yeah like the exact like the brand whatever brand it is they use in clever, that show so clever. if you okay. want it okay John Lewis has the that's my next it. lockdown project thing. yes <laughs> yes lockdown two can't wait yeah. time to get organised <laughs> I've also been watching another Netflix series it's The Duchess well when I say been watching I watched it in the space of like two hours because it's super quick this is Catherine Ryan the Canadian comedian's new it's a kind of pseudo it's semi-autobiographical it's her life story but it, it is it's fictional and it is about her as a single mother of a nine-year-old daughter deciding to have another baby and sort of like with her child which sounds really weird but they're they're like unbelievably close her and her nine-year-old daughter and it's all about kind of her relationship with the ex boyfriend who or ex-husband can't remember their marriage but the father of the daughter the new existing boyfriend and her being this kind of super independent woman who wants to do this by herself like through a suburban donor if you're familiar with Catherine Ryan and her comedy you'll you'll know what to expect it's quite crass she's brash she's loud if you like kind of gentle women she's not for you I mean her fashion is outrageous she's in like head-to-toe shrimps and sleeper and like every like ruffle head I mean there's a new embellished headband in literally every scene it's total rubbish but it's so fun she the the nine-year-old daughter makes it you know when they just find these incredible kid actors and you're like where did you find this girl she's amazing it really glamorizes London she lives in this like insane house which she's supposed to be a ceramicist I mean, God knows how she's made the money to live in this like <laughs> fuck off house in Islington. I have no idea, but it's all just really beautiful and aesthetically pleasing and really funny. The kid really makes me laugh. So I've got a hungover afternoon. It's worth a watch. That's for you. Yeah. Sounds good. 
I think we've all got GPs, doctors, medicine on the brain right now. And if you didn't have a well-stocked medicine cabinet before, maybe you do now after the last six months. Guys, I bought like a proper first aid box. Like it's got a big green cross on it. Ooh. I know before I just had a drawer with like, you know, paracetamols flying about this. I bought and I, I sent a picture to my best friend. I was like, oh, I think I'm an adult now. Like, I think, <laughs> I think having an actual box for medicine definitely makes me like ready to be a mum. Anyway, so we wrote a feature on a GP's guide to everything you need in your medicine cabinet. So I would like to know what is the state of your medicine cabinet? Do you have one at all? Tor? I wrote this feature and I was desperate to write this feature because I think everyone knows I'm a bit of a supplement junkie. But when it comes to medicine, not that I pop the pills, but I'm quite... I like to be over-organized when it comes to my medicine in case anything happens. So I have like a bag for flu things, a bag for pain, a bag for like tummy stuff. So yeah, it's pretty organized right you keep, now. You keep and I have a bag of backups and extras in case oh, wow. I run out. Okay, that is really organized. <laughs> Wendy, what about you? <laughs> so I've always been organized with my first aid because I've had a nut allergy from like the youngest age. So also moving into a new house, I've got like my first aid kit together but I think because of lockdown coming on I feel like we're in the house more so there's more chance of like burns cuts and things like Mm. that so I like freak out a bit and as well like I have kind of different allergies to painkillers so I can't take paracetamol for example so I have to be really careful like and make sure that I have enough for myself and I was thinking about it as well I think it's important to stock the kind of medications to know what's good for you so like being from a black heritage does that influence what yeah so painkillers you can yeah, take so yeah it does so my dad has high blood pressure and he can't take aspirin because it thins the blood so I don't have high blood pressure because I've made a conscious effort to be really healthy and things like that so to almost be like as a contingency and look ahead I always make sure that as well as having good medication I try and medicate myself with food and stuff and make sure that I'm healthy and I don't I keep my salt levels low because obviously if I'm taking a lot of sodium, it can affect my blood pressure. So I kind of start all the way back from food. And last resort, I go to medication, uh, especially say with like periods and things like that. I got really bad pain sometimes. So I've had an issue because I'm allergic to traditional pain medications. I've had to take a really holistic approach. So I take papaya and like, because that has enzymes in it that's really good for pain and obviously dark chocolate things like that but I really oh, I mean you can write a feature for I me. really yeah. like explored the whole holistic approach and for the first time since the beginning I've been okay but it took like a couple of calls with my GP like COVID and we were like basically it was like a consultation I felt like it wasn't a GP because I just going forwards into my life I don't want it to become a problem mm-hmm. so there's things like that really being preventative yeah that's so interesting. So wait, did your GP recommend things like papaya and dark chocolate yeah. to you for period pains? You're yeah. Like, God, you're so lucky you have a GP who will like tell you that. She's like my family wants from like Amazing. The, the youngest. So she's like, try papaya, get a bit of magnesium. Not just, I mean, if you have magnesium oxide, when you have oxides in, I'm sure you know, like in supplements, it's the name of what you think it is. But because of oxide, it doesn't actually work in the same way. So you have to really look at your supplements. Yeah. And I didn't realize until now. So I was wow. taking all of the stuff, but little did I know it was probably just getting flushed right now. You need the right formulas. Yep. Wow, that's so interesting. I'm really not very good at herb. I'm quite like, you know, 
stick a paracetamol down my throat and crack on with it Heather <laughs> yeah I'm pretty much the same I feel put to shame right now I've basically got if I'm lucky half a pack of paracetamol if I need them and that's kind of it contraception that's it but no not really I feel like I need to read this feature again and stock up on a few things but I just feel like you, you say to all you've got all your flu things and stuff but I guess touch wood I don't tend to get ill in that way so I, I think either, you know what it was why. actually kicked off back in March like when, yeah. when we went into lockdown they were, they were all like you need to buy paracetamol you can't have yeah. and I like I, I'm afraid I did I did stock you were one of those people stockpiled. at least yeah. you've got it now though. Uh, exactly 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 and I do like having a mix of ibuprofen paracetamol mm. and aspirin because I do find there's different things mm. different occasions yeah. different ones yes definitely like if, you're, if you've got a headache it needs to be ibuprofen but other yeah. things paracetamol exactly. I agree with you because there's never been a time pre-covid where I ever would have thought you know, we never conceived that it was possible that you might not be able to just pop to a shop to pick up something you needed. And now it's like, oh, if this could happen, then like, you know, what else could happen? So I feel like with everything in life, you need to just be a bit more prepared and be a bit more stockpiled. Because it's just, this has been a real kind of kick in the face in a anything could happen everyone must find themselves doing it. Like, as you said, if you go shopping for the, you might shop in your normal way, but you just get the extra one because you just don't know what's going to happen yeah. at all. So whether that's food, medication, mm. anything. anything. Do you have a thermometer at home? I have a thermometer because I bought one at the beginning of COVID. Again, okay. didn't have before. And you had... Yeah, I had COVID. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had, well, as in I was incredibly ill and then I had antibodies. So didn't get tested at the time. This is back in March. But Did you temperature you five times a day, didn't have a temperature once. So... Wow. Yeah. So that is like, that's quite an advanced piece of equipment that I now do have. I am a lot of stomach stuff, a bit like you with the heritage stuff, juice, bad stomachs. So yeah, yeah, a lot of things to settle the tummy. Bongella, essential. Ooh, do you get lots of ulcers? It's rare. Not loads, but in winter, because I, I, I get a little cold and then every time I have a cold, I have an ulcer. And also I quite like the taste of Bongella. I love so, the taste yeah. of Bongella. Mm, it's a snack. If we were to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, taught this piece in which you interviewed a GP has loads of handy tips as well as ideas of things to be stocked up on that was things like don't be lured by big brands I mean so true to you yeah. guys I'm all about the Sainsbury's own process those 35p things you can get that's exactly yeah. although Heather that probably again we should probably be on the papaya not 35p I mean, drugs true. Anyway. <laughs> I don't carry a papaya around my bag just in case I get pain but a few days before you know have yeah. a couple of portions yeah. what do you have fresh papaya yeah oh, yeah that's good to know really nice so interesting other things like checking the expiration date I actually am quite good at doing a clear out mm. every now and again you should do that if you've got stocks and yeah, stocks of it yeah it's not a bad show actually yes. <laughs> uh, invest in a thermometer done that consider other tech tour what other tech did he advise so they had recommended some really interesting things actually Winnie what you were saying is a device you can use at home to do your own blood pressure a mini ECG which I thought was so clever because if it is something that runs in your family or yeah. something you're concerned about you just do it to yourself I thought yeah. it was so clever yeah. my dad's got one does he? Yeah. I've got a friend who gets like terrible anxiety every time she goes for a blood pressure exam and, and it goes through the roof every time and they can't tell if it's real or not. So yeah, yeah. they're really, those good for those people. Yeah. So yeah. good. So good. And they also recommended a wearable glucose sensor, which is quite useful if you have diabetes, but I assume if you have diabetes, you probably know about that kind of tech. Imagine. <laughs> so I have one more hack about medicine and that is Imodium. And someone once told me when I was training for the marathon, you should always take Imodium before you go on a long run. And it has like saved my life. Because people get runners trying it's a thing, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. If I'm going out for like a like a long run, take a medium. Okay, good tip. All right. Well, for more tips, um, and then do have a look at the feature on the site. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. 
until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. On the subject of medicine doctors we wrote a feature on the new digital exhibition to see this is the hold still competition which was an initiative of the duchess of cambridge she asked people all over the country to send in photographs that they thought most represented their time in lockdown and the top 100 have been chosen by her and a panel of judges to be featured in an online gallery for the national portrait gallery i hadn't looked at these before about half an hour ago and actually welled up at my desk looking at them. I had to, yeah, I did, I only yeah. got to about 86 and I was like, Oh, I'm actually going to really cry if I continue looking at these. They are so moving, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think 31,000 people submitted entries. They had a really difficult job trying to whistle it down to a hundred. But what I liked about it is that they didn't take skill with a camera or anything like that into consideration. It was just purely like the emotion mm. of these images. And yeah, they're definitely captured quite quite hard hitting aren't they they are yeah they are so hard hitting i found particularly the ones with the older people yeah were the ones that really got me there's there's quite a few of and also people i I think imagine people were asked to caption them themselves weren't they yeah sometimes it wasn't the picture so much as what they had captioned it like there was a nurse or a doctor i don't i don't know which she was but she'd obviously just come off a shift and her face is covered in the marks from all the ppe and it's something like this is what like exhaustion looks like was Mm -hmm. the title something like that and like well this is what done looks like and it's just oh it gives you goosebumps like it's real storytelling and so, like people kissing their grandparents for, or hugging their grandparents through um, those plastic sheets with yes. arms. Yeah. There was also one that really got me of a lady. And again, it's so difficult with a photo when you don't know the circumstances, but a lady who just had a baby and was hugging her newborn baby through a piece of plastic. Yeah, oh, I goodness. saw that. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. When you, you're nodding along. Yeah. So I looked at them last night and I was crying because during lockdown, my grandpa passed away. So I think it was really nice to, because I've not really had time to come to terms with it. And it was really nice to see all of the different photos. There were really happy moments as well, which cheer you up mm. and moments that you can relate to as well. And I think my favorite picture was, where's grandpa? But the reason for it is because you could see three generations and it just makes you realize that it's not just the young people. It's not just, you know, your mum, dad, and it's not everyone has their own unique experience and you could just see them in a row like all coming together so it was really really 
moving. Yeah, that, yeah, really that moving. one I found so sad as well because it's a little girl hugging her grandma who looks, she's really happy, but the grandma's obviously crying. Yeah. yeah. Um, Winnie, you're in the same company because my grandma also died during lockdown yeah. and tour. You lost your grandpa during mm-hmm. lockdown as well. Yeah. And it's, I don't know about you and what you were able to do, but we still haven't had a few, fun- well, that's not true. We had a Zoom cremation yeah. for my grandma, which was like, it's the most black mirror thing I have ever experience she I mean she was nearly 99 so it was inevitable but I still feel completely I lost my grandpa last year obviously under like normal circumstances and that was very like particularly like in Judaism you have like a very clear grieving process so it's like grieve it's horrible to say grieve moved on whatever but like you have your closure you have the process and with my grandma I feel like it's, I was saying said to Ben this morning, I actually had really vivid dreams about her last night. Like, I have not put this to bed because there's, yeah, there's absolutely no... And what, what would be the next step? Can you do anything else? I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't really know. Like, in Judaism, you're supposed to... You have, you sit shiver and you have your seven, which is, you know, seven days of mourning after the death. Yeah. I don't think, I think it would be so weird to randomly just kind of pick a time to do that next year. I don't think you would ever do that. And at the point at which she died, it was like peak lockdown. So people now have been able to do that in shifts over the last few months. But I mean, you could do like a, a, a memorial service type thing. Yeah. yeah. I need, I need something yeah. Yeah. to put it to bed yeah. because it's, I don't know. I'll just never get over that. Feels funeral. like an open wound. Totally. You haven't got time to heal from it. And I think my dad went to the funeral, but he had to go alone, so he couldn't go with my mum. There are only five people mm. there, and he just came home. And I was yeah. like, okay, I don't know what's. I, I still don't really know. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So my grandpa died in May, and he was cremated, and a bit like your grandma had a. Well, my dad, I think they did it on FaceTime or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been cremated, but we're going to have a memorial service and like, they're very Catholic. So a big kind of Catholic mass. And then we're going to bury his ashes. Yeah. In the family tomb. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> the family tomb. It Ooh. is amazing. You do not tomb. have a family really? tomb. Yeah. That's the poshest it's... thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not posh. It's actually, I think it's, it's a very really Spanish thing. Yeah. Spanish. And, a very, oh, okay. and a Catholic thing. Yeah. It's like a, an underground crypt. Wow. wow. Cool. And I, I think there was one or two more spaces, but for coffins. So now he's ash. He's the only one that he'll be ashes. So I don't know how many more. It's basically full. Is it in Gibraltar? Yeah, oh. it's quite cool. That is really cool. Mm. What, sorry, and it's where? A crypt, like where? Is it? It's in the graveyard. Right, okay. And you just go down into yeah. it. I, I've only been once and I was really, really young. So I kind of want to see it again. I That's remember, fascinating. I, I remember being absolutely massive. There must be something really spiritual about going back and kind of, you just know all your ancestors yeah. are around you. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah. There's something about having had a cremation as well that feels so it, it's so weird that like it's the finality of it but then without the no funeral no anything like so she's yeah. just fully gone or he's just fully gone and then mm. but there's nothing you can do like i don't know it's just so it's so it's so weird like how do we live in a world where like i literally sat on my sofa and watched my grandma's cremation on yeah Zoom. it is really sad and also i think these things are in place to help you cope so when they're just taken from yeah. beneath you, you just really don't know what alternative there is. Yeah. And it help, makes you realize that, you know, for example, older people, when they lose their partners and things, and they, they're just getting used to technology and things like that, it must be so alienating for them to cope with. Because yeah. even from a millennial, it's just so weird. Yeah, totally, totally agree. I just think like, the reasons you do all of those, A, are for the mourners, but it's B, it's also for the person who's died as well. Yeah. And so, like, everybody deserves... Yeah a send off and I, I just yeah I feel like my grandma's like it's almost like a purgatory thing like she must just like be floating because they haven't had that the closure, that closure. It just feels yeah. Like yeah. That. it yeah. just feels like I saw my grandpa and he was fine like he's just the most well person ever he wasn't really even poorly yeah. so mm-hmm. it was just like when we heard that COVID broke and me and my dad were like I had no thought in my mind did you die of COVID? Literally, 
Yeah. Oh, so there was like, sorry. we had not even a tiny bit that I thought anything was going to happen mm. to him at all because he was in a really, really good care home and like everything was sorted. And from the day before that we found out, the day after oh my that he'd God, passed really? away. Yeah. So I didn't believe it. I was like, oh, no, no, no. My dad was, he was shocked. I think he's still shocked now. Wow. I think every, I think pretty much everyone is still shocked, mm. even though it happened at the, probably the first couple of weeks. Yeah. I think that's the thing with the care homes as well. They didn't really start to clock that it had been a care home problem until like June, exactly, today, and, yeah. and there'd been so many people affected yeah, yeah. back in March. So yeah. it was difficult to deal yeah. with yeah well oh it's so mm. sad well hopefully by next year we can all start to yeah there's celebrations that have been missed but there's mm. you yeah. Yeah. maybe you could do like um, a year like marking the year yeah. so, she yeah. would have been 100 in april so wow. i think on her 100th birthday and also that like she wanted her ashes scattered in mallorca so as soon as we can all get out to mallorca yeah. as a family yeah that's what we'll do and but that's a real that'll be a that'll help send off exactly exactly yeah. Yeah. like that yeah. um back to the photos tour was did yeah. you have a to say about I had a couple of things to say about the photos. So one, for me, I keep saying to everyone, I can't believe it's almost October. Like, where's the last six months gone? But looking through those, I was like, oh my God, that's where the last six months mm. have gone. Yeah. Like, it just summed up time so well for me. And and yet, there obviously were some quite sad and like quite triggering images. But also, there was so much happiness yeah. there. Like, the little boy with the shaggy hair getting his hair cut by his dad. The little boy making banana bread. Like, it was such a mix of emotions. But I think it was just, yeah. Was, I love the homeschooling one. Did you see with a little girl in yeah. her tutu throwing <laughs> yeah. tantrums and the parents are just like, oh my we'll God. Yeah. I mean, I agree. For all the terribleness that this year has brought, a lot of people, when they talk about this year, or remember a lot of people in peak lockdown saying that they felt, you know, that this, their lives were on hold and like they, they weren't achieving anything. But to live through something as seismic as this, that is the experience of this year. So it might not be holidays and it might not be adventures, but this is about as big a life thing to live through as any of us has ever experienced so i guess that's the only way to see it yeah it's the only way to think about it when we're about to go into another lockdown mm. okay let's experience this again yeah. but perhaps something we only really will see the full full value of like in hindsight yeah totally so. yeah all right well if you wanted to look at the photos for yourself then have a look at the feature on the site or head to npg.org.uk tour what's new in health and fitness there are some really great recommendations in uh, your latest roundups can we talk about vibrators really quickly actually yeah that's not come out of nowhere there is a vibrator mm. on this list this is the lioness smart vibrator which like i don't know it learns how your pelvic floor works so i haven't tried it but i love the science behind it okay so the idea is as you use it it gets to know it basically tracks the strength of your pelvic floor it learns what you like yeah, sorry, it tracks the strength of your contractions of your pelvic floor. So it can tell you whether what you thought was a really good orgasm was good or bad in terms of the strength. And then it tells you what you can do. And basically you get to learn what you like so you can improve your sex life. Fascinating. I had a couple of friends in the car with me the other day and one passed a vibrator to the other one. And I was like, what is, I mean, packaged, I should say, yeah. not <laughs> much sharing vibrators. But my friends just, I don't know, this conversation just opened up really naturally and they were all talking about vibrators and single and in relationships. Everybody was just being very, one friend who was single did, had never had a vibrator and that's why the other friend was giving it to her because she was like, mate, you need this. Yeah. Um, but I was just really interested in how many of my friends seem to be interested in vibrators. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Any to recommend apart from the lioness? Lelo is a really, really good brand. I think if you do want something good, it's probably worth spending a bit yeah. on your tech. And yeah, Lelo is a really, really good brand. And they, they have things that are quite scary and things that are way less scary yeah so if you want something entry level there's yeah. options i just think it's interesting it's now like it seems to be a part of people's home tech yeah and it's really funny lelo have a cock ring that's called the tour <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, and I, I was writing a piece of them on Friday and I saw that and I just, I just cracked Comedy. it. <laughs> I was like, I'm in the right job. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on from Friday waiters, what else made the cut this month? About six weeks ago, I went to the spa at Beaverbrook in Rygate and had one of their new IV drips. I which, saw you doing that. It yeah, looked amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I do love a good old drip. And Every time I've had one, I happen to feel quite crap on that day. So it just works yeah. so well. They're just so good at taking the edge off and just bringing a bit of health back to you. And what exactly are you having injected in your body? With so this injection? one was a new therapy they have called, it's a molecule called NAD+, which is actually in your body. And they call it the miracle molecule because it helps with your brain activity and your cell health and energy levels. So the idea is after this treatment, you feel bloody amazing I felt good but not as good as I thought I was going to be but she said if you are quite a heavy smoker or a very heavy drinker or if you eat loads of deep fried Mars yeah. bars from Edinburgh you might perhaps have a better reaction to the treatment got it but they offer a whole different menu of NAD plus energy ones antioxidant ones fat burning ones wow. loads of things but it was just so nice to see the actual spa as well because I had never been to Beaverbrook it's um, supposed to be lovely right so beautiful yeah. do you think it's an aid to health or do you think people will kind of take advantage of it and use it just to you know, I'm going to go out for a drink and then just think okay I'm going to go and get a little IV a little boost is it to kind of help you along your journey of health at the same I time think, I think it can be both there's definitely people who are massive critics of drips yeah it's a bit like when you have a brock on it's like it's got like 10,000% of your vitamin B12 and people are like is that actually good for you do you really need that much mm. and then you go for a wee and your wee is like bright <laughs> orange yeah. obviously you just weed it all out but I think certain drips and good brands I wouldn't have one in like in the middle of a shopping centre like yeah. there's so many oh, like yeah. this you see them like I would just never go just out flyers like, like come in and... oxygen bars they still exist oh yeah exactly things like that and there's a reason they've like no longer in existence <laughs> um, but I think proper drips the woman administering this one at Breatherbrook she's yeah. a nurse she works in the NHS and fine she knows what she's doing yeah and yeah. she's a proper doctor um, I think if you are going to have one have it done properly and do your research. In like LA and New York, there are IV bars though for exactly that one for people yeah. who mm. I've just like hung over and it's like a quick fix the next day. All yeah. the time, well, don't you? In like Grey's Anatomy, that's what they do. Yeah. They put themselves in an IV if they're hungover. Yeah. They've got to like crack <laughs> on. It's just pure hydration. Yeah. That's what it is really as well. Fair. But just quick hydration. I think they do it before award shows as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I've heard that. Presumably it makes you look your best if you've got all the nutrients nice you need. Nice plump and yeah. plump. Yeah. 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 Mm, nice. Okay, what else? Um, can we talk about the lumen? This sounds fascinating, but maybe a bit too much data yeah the lumen is really interesting for those of you who don't know it's like a little device that you blow into and about three times the first thing in the morning and it tracks your co2 levels to tell whether you're burning fat or carbs because mm. your body can burn either fat or carbs all of us naturally want to burn carbs but you can train your body to burn fat which they say is better for you and better for your metabolic health and fat loss and glucose you know, insulin levels, like all that kind of stuff. But I tried using this and it really stressed me out. I find it just, it was too much data. <gasps> I think if you're someone who perhaps has a real health journey to go on and needs to really kickstart stuff, it's good. But, you know, the, for one morning it said, I blew into it and it said, you're burning like 100% carbs. Like today you should have like zero carbs, but I was about wow. to go for an hour's run. It was too much. Yeah. It wasn't for me. Well, you don't need to lose weight either. But if you are somebody who, yeah, if you need to lose weight and you could really benefit from like a clear plan, someone like telling you what to do. Exactly. And how useful. Exactly. It's, it's really clever. Yeah. And really obviously cool. the more you use it, the more it gets to know about you, which yeah. is cool. Cool. Anything mm. else? There's a really good book on there by a lovely nutritionist called Eve Kalanick and it's called Happy Gut Happy Mind and it's half recipes but half gut info and in the world of gut health where it's so 
common to read like the same old stuff all the time. This is such interesting information. And I think if you ask someone who wants to improve your gut health, it's a really, really interesting, really interesting book. She's got so many yummy recipes, everything from like laxes. And there's, I think she had a pecan pie granola. Oh, I just yum. thought that sounds the best way to improve your gut health. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, that's yeah. my kind of gut health. <laughs> also really interesting is Nike's new maternity range, which is three years in the making. And it's really cool. It's, I've never seen anything on the market like this yeah. in terms of decent maternity workout gear and they made it with analytics from more than 150,000 scans of non-pregnant and pregnant people and compared how their bodies moved and were shaped and made this range and it's it's as small as only like four pieces but it's really nice that's amazing amazing. what what is that leggings and leggings a bra a top and like um, a sweatshirt amazing that's so good for people who who do want to continue their fitness love that all right well for more tours fitness recommendations for this month uh, then have a look at the feature on the site we're going to end with a bit of fashion how could we enter september without talking about the new bottega boots which were were everywhere amongst those who could afford it last winter and are now everywhere because the high street has copied them this winter these are for those who don't know the very chunky cut on the calf black i don't even know what you call them they're not really bikers they're just Military really kind of yeah style kind of aggressive black chelsea boots yeah. and i want to know how do we feel about them winnie i love them i've been kind of waiting for something like this to kind of break because i'm kind of girly so i like that kind of juxtaposition of mm-hmm. flirty kind of frilly things and then a strong heavy boot I think it intimidates guys, not that that should matter at all, but I was showing my housemate them and he was like, but why is she wearing that, those heavy boots? And I was like, because they look really cool. They break up this, the outfit, but I think they're really great. They're quite practical and I've got mine waiting in my wardrobe and just, I can't wait to get them out and just try them with all my different clothes. So. Where did you get yours from? I got mine off ASOS, but I don't think they're ASOS own. I mm-hmm. think they're probably from a brand on there, but they're less of the Chelsea style they've got a bit of more of a military style but they've still got that really heavy chunky bottom so I'd be interested to know how heavy they actually are you know do you remember the days of buffaloes and you were like dragging around bricks on your (laughs) feet I think they're a bit lighter than that (laughs) Heather I can see you rocking this look yeah I'm desperate for a pair I loved them when people were sort of wearing them last year and I think Russell and Bromley had a sort Mm. of take on one last year but I still couldn't quite afford those but yeah this time around i'm definitely going to buy a pair i don't know where from yet but there's loads of really nice ones there's so many yeah and there's loads around the like 150 pound exactly yeah that's more palatable much more yeah because i don't necessarily want to get the cheapest ones going because i feel like you'd get horrid blisters perhaps yeah if you like the really hard leather ones but no desperate for a pair nice tour not for you they're a bit aggressive for me but i would prepare to go halfway and actually russell and bromley have got a pair now that kind of snake skin with a gold zip up the front oh, cool. and that's they're a bit nice. shorter yeah they were really really nice so Boot- i might try it's so nice that boots are, it sounds so silly to say boots are so in fashion but often boot trends aren't as practical as you would like them to be i remember last year this Bottega thing kind of kicked off in maybe like december january but in kind of september october there were either like really classic boring Chelsea boots which yeah. are great but you know it didn't really excite me or there's you know there are heeled things which aren't great for every yeah. day this is the first time in a long time there's been like a real flat boot trend which isn't horrible and is actually quite cool and it's quite yeah. easy to wear would you wear them yeah yeah I definitely I would I love them see. yeah I mean I would never ever spend the amount I mean they're 860 I think I mean they're yeah they're a lot of money but yeah I think Massimo Duty's pair and utake they are the best for sure on the high street they are yeah they look so 
similar. So yeah, I would. I think you need quite skinny legs yeah. to wear them bare legs. Yeah, I certainly yeah. would not be doing <laughs> so that. So I would not be doing that. Yeah, Winnie, you'd look amazing with something little. I will be wearing something long <laughs> with them. I'm so intrigued. How would you pair them? I'd wear them with a trouser, a crop trouser. Oh God, that sounds yeah. amazing. So I was, <laughs> I, was like, I was just like, okay, there's, you can do jean, you can do it with trench coat. And I was thinking there's something, that's it. There you go. It's a crop, a crop black trouser. Yeah. Yeah. Go what for like that wardrobe NYC vibe. Yeah. That with like a big oversized blazer and a body or something like that. But you could definitely wear it with like a little yeah, pretty dress as well. 100%. I might try it out if the weather permits also. But then I feel like if I was to wear it with a gray cropped, mm. that's when it goes punk. So you've got, that's a kind of fine line yeah, yeah, between. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's so true. Yeah. It's, and also make sure if you're going to wear it with a trouser, Trouser, the trouser has to cover the end, the end. of the boot. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a weird slithery. <laughs> what even that is this? A calf, flesh, <laughs> pale fleshy calf on show. That's not going to do anyone any favors. I mean, look, looking at the influences here, some people tuck longer trousers into them. Mm. I think that's a bit piratey. Bit welly boot. Bit welly boot. Yeah, yeah. I think I quite like. Who's this? Hang on, let me have a look. Yeah, Georgia. There's a picture of Georgia Tordini in this feature. She's wearing straight leg jeans, which do just about work because they don't bunch up. Yeah. But if you if you tuck in like a trouser, then you'll get the bunching, which is a bit swashbuckly. Yeah. yeah. But I think short or long trousers is the way to go. Awesome. Yes. All right. Well, have a look at the feature on the site if you are interested in snapping some up before the cold hits. It's going to hit, guys. It's coming. 13 on Saturday. What? Ooh. I know. But yes. all right, I think we will leave it there. Uh, if you have any feedback at all, please do email podcast at sheerlux.com. We love hearing from you. Going forward, the Highlights podcast is going to be with you every other week. But in the meantime, we've got loads of in conversation with and success stories in the pipeline. So do keep your ears and eyes peeled for that. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.